This is a HeadGum Original. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Still to throw some shade. Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. Time to drag her. Drag her. How? Hey, hey, that's actually the new, uh, that's a little sneak peek of the latest RuPaul song from her new album. I have to release albums or else Drag Race can't happen. I'm Mono Gapian. You're listening to the one and only RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Podcast in the whole fucking world. Oh my God. And I am over the moon to have a returning guest, a Drag Race um, uh, uh, icon, a Drag Race master diva, a a, a Drag Race uh, legend in the pantheon of Drag Race legends. It's... The one and only Mina Superstar. Salam, Jackie Cox. Salam, Mano June. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Drag Race participant for sure. I, I have to tell you, so it's so funny because I literally bumped into you in Amsterdam, which is so stupid to say out Amsterdam. loud. Um, we literally with, I was with Nicole, of course, and Nicole was like, that's Jackie Cox. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I was just like, and she, I think, wasn't Nicole just like, hi, hi, Jackie. Yeah, she was like, hi. I was literally traipsing around Amsterdam. I just got off two back-to-back Euro cruises. I was doing my little shtick on. Fun. Um, And yeah, you caught me on my days off. And then, yeah, it was Pride in Amsterdam, which I'd never been, I'd never been to Amsterdam at all, but it was Pride, which was like, these people, let me tell you, what I love about Amsterdam, they're like, the weather, horrible. Mm -hmm. The streets, they're just rivers. There's no cars. (laughs) You just have to walk everywhere. But these people are the happiest people, yes. or maybe just because it was pride. I was like, every every person I met in Amsterdam yes. was like, just so nice and yes. so happy. I was like, is this what it's like all the time? Just everyone's so nice. It was amazing. Um, I'm with it you. It was so great. My splashy um, headline for Amsterdam is, throw away all the other European cities. I think Amsterdam. No, is they the all best have their one. own charms. Don't lie to me. No, well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I will say it was really great, and I feel like I told you I was going to some club or whatever that uh-huh. night. I my friends ended up going, mm-hmm. but they got in line at like ten or ten thirty or mm-hmm. whatever. And I was like, okay, well, let me know how it is. I'll come meet you guys. And by eleven thirty, they were still. Oh in line. hell no! I that I think at twelve thirty they were still in line. So I just ended up. My my friend Kelly, who's an amazing photographer slash lesbian queer woman, queer person, um, was like, let's just hang out. And we just wandered around because they had all these little like street things that set is, up. Yes, that was the most fun thing. Like, And I was like, we can just walk around drinking Dutch beer and yes. not waiting in any lines yes. and just, and that's what we did. We didn't do any of the, I guess, whatever, a fancy pride thing but we just did that which was so fun i went to this other thing that was actually that was supposed to be cool but wasn't i went to this like drag event where black peppa was performing and black peppa is unbelievable and talented and amazing right but um but it wasn't it was it was one of those things where it was like the building was cooler than the party um so because it was like on a rooftop and the rooftop was amazing and cool but the party in actuality was cramped and hot and sweaty 
Right. You can't win right. with some of these Pride events. But having said that, Pride in Amsterdam was unbelievable, and I'm absolutely going back. Yeah, for sure. Would love to go back. Um, shout out to Outbound, which took me Hell there, yeah. So. Can I tell you, I also, <laughs> wait, shout out to Outbound. I was like, they're not a sponsor of the pod. I shout out to Outbound. Shout out. Um, I have to tell you, I also went to, there was a nasty, filthy little gay bar I went to called Dirty Dicks. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about this. I yes. heard about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't go inside. I misread I the it. room. I just thought it was just a gay bar. And I went in and I was like, oh, mama, this is not just a gay bar. This is a glory hole, swing, dark room kind of situation. Um, and praise be. I love how sex positive oh, they are in Amsterdam. So sex positive. It's so cool how they're somehow like incredibly... Um, they're so sinful and they're so peaceful. I feel like I admire that. Peaceful. And then also like as they walk, like in their day-to-day lives in the daytime, like it's like a city of very clean cut people. Like no one has like, I feel like in New York, people are walking around like, look at my cool outfit. Mm-hmm. In Amsterdam, they're like, yeah, I'm wearing some jeans and khakis. Yes. And then later I may go, you know, to the dark room. Yes. called Dirty Dick. Yes. You'd never know. There was like old yeah, gay people too. Down. Old that was that was the thing for me. I was like, <laughs> fuck yes. Like I saw like old gay couples and I was like, this is for me. I love seeing like and like and truly it wasn't just like gay male. I enjoyed seeing like there was like queer gender spectrums, which is not always true in a yeah. gay space or gay city. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, uh I I loved seeing all of it. It was super it's amazing. Eye opening. And uh, especially because I was, you know, the cruise I was on, we weren't going to like especially gay places. We were going up the, this one was up the Rhine River. Mm-hmm. So we started in Switzerland mm-hmm. and then we were in like Basel and then like, I don't know, like uh, Strasbourg and then Cologne and a few places like up the Rhine, which aren't like especially gay when it's not pride. But once we got to Amsterdam, I was like, yay. Yes. Okay. It just, everything was rainbows. And did you see that, that parade on the water with that? That yes. person and that jetpack. Yes. It was wow. fucking amazing. I love Amsterdam. I will go back for Pride. So horny. So, uh, and I have to, even in Dirty Dicks, when I was, dare I say, ruining the vibe. Because, um, you know, Dirty Dicks, what I found out was it's like, you know, it's like a very like cruisy place. And I was yeah. there talking like this. You know, I was there being like, sure. Hey I was like, what, what kind of dick you looking for? And I was kind of ruining the vibe in there. Um, but even there. Yeah, I've read, I've read studies, studies. I've read about uh, me. thought pieces. <laughs> no, about like um, men, like men only spaces. But I think Dirty Dicks is a yeah, men only is. space. Um, which is, I think, you know, we can have different spaces for different folks. But something is like... Um, the the silence of of cruising is is apparently something that's like uh has been thought about and or people have written about it like it's it's like something that happens with like body language and facial expressions and so yeah you talking a lot probably did ruin it totally it did it it. totally ruined it (laughs) you're like hey girl i literally was like (laughs) he goes but here's what i will say because i agree like i love the the silence of cruising spaces i'm not here to denigrate that but i i also have to say like on the on the flip side is like i how do i put this i was everyone's best or worst friend because there were some people there who were and we've all been there struggling in the decorum of that space who uh-huh. on Frank, like not to sound like I'm a saint, but like who I was a lifeline for. There were people there who were struggling to be like, what am I doing here? I'm not getting feedback from these other naked gay men. And I tend to flock to those people because I'm like, I relate to those people. So I was, it sounds silly, but I was there being like, I'm going to talk to you like a person and not just like. Oh, I mean, my object. favorite kind of bar is a bar you can talk yeah. at. Like, I mean, that's 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 part of why I love New York, because most of the bars in New York are not clubs. Mm-hmm. Like, people come from all over the world like, oh, New York must have the best clubs. And I'm like, I don't think so. I think New York has the best bars yes. because New Yorkers are talkative. So you go to a bar and you talk you to You go people. to Barracuda. And New Yorkers are also like- And you can talk totally. to people. I mean, any of them. Marie's any of Crisis. The bars. I mean, 
when's the last time you've been in Hell's Kitchen? There's like literally 10 new gay bars in Hell's Kitchen. And like all of them have like a great vibe for just like striking up a conversation with the person you're next to. But that is not what like a cruising space is yeah. like. That is, that is not. It's not what that, that is. That is not the main. No. Not the main vibe. But, I'm but gonna work on- uh, that's what the... Those little beer things that Kelly and I were walking around on, I was like, this is the perfect place. I struck up some yeah. conversation with some Dutch folks, you know. I'm going to work on my glare. The- I'm going to work on my cruising glare. Just. I, baby, you either got it or you don't. <laughs> Wait, how about this? <laughs> it's like, it's like comedy. You know what I mean? It's like, you can't, it can't Tea. be taught. It has to be in you. But look, you, look, I'm sure you can have all the success in all sorts of spaces. Oh yeah, I'm not worried about it. Um, I, you know, there's some people who are look are looking for that plucky, <laughs> plucky bottom with a goofy vibe. <laughs> Please tell me that that is what's on your uh, profile. Plucky bottom <laughs> with a goofy with a vibe. goofy vibe. It does just make me sound like a like a dog's like squeak toy. Like you'll just put it in me, and I'm just like. <laughs> um, which hey, you know, if the if the dog toy fits, you, uh, know, you must like, acquit. Go for it. Jackie, <laughs> Jackie, tell me more about your life. You're touring right now. I'm so glad you're back on our stupid podcast. Um, you're touring right now, and what? Where? Where is your post drag race life taking you these days? It's literally all over the place. Um, I've been very lucky in that I've I've gotten to diversify in really cool new ways. Last year I did a bunch of theater. Um, cool. And then this year I'm doing like a lot of random places, going places I've never been before, meeting people. And then a lot of places I went to in the last couple of years were like, wait, you were so much fun. Come back. So I've been lucky enough to oh, go yeah. back to like some cool places, um, which has been really fun. And, uh, you know. What's interesting about this summer was I was hoping to do a little more uh, film and television, mm-hmm. but as we know, there is a strike happening and we are SAG after strong. But one of the projects that got paused that I was going to work on just got the waiver because oh, cool. it's a small indie thing. So I'm going to be going to film that in October and then this this winter season, um, soon TBA will be a fabulous enterprise where you can see me and one of my drag race sisters, perhaps in a city near you. <gasps> okay, well, we'll stay tuned to that. I can't wait to see that. Stay tuned. That was your tease. That's a good tease. I have always, I have, I need to, I'm going to pitch this to you and I need a couple others, but like me and Nicole Byer have always been like, I want to do, I selfishly want to, we want to do like an improv show with drag queens. And I know you've done improv. Um, I oh. want to do a... a <laughs> I want to do. Are you talking about like what? 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 I was teaching Heidi what the rules of improv were, and yes. I was like, Heidi, when you're improv, yes, which and. I so fucking appreciate as an imp. I'm an improv nerd, not you. I'm an improv nerd, but I. It is so refreshing to have someone who's like, no, like do this, as opposed to those episodes of Drag Race where someone's like, you know, being like, well, I think what would be good is if we get in a fight and disagree a lot, you know, to be like, oh my god, no, <laughs> I never thought that. Um, I was. I, I, I don't know if this is true or not, but I think the other girls in my season would agree that I kind of was like, as the oldest, I was very much like, this is what we're going to do. No (laughs) one's going to get in horrible petty fights. We're going to, we're going to be good sisters. We're going to talk out disagreements. I want to do a drag queens improv show is all I'm saying. I want to do it. Let's do it. Zip, zap, zap. Zip, zap, zap. I want to do drag queens improvising. Um, I think it would be so dumb and fun. I don't think anyone has to be in drag. Um, I think it would just be fun. I, I haven't done, I haven't done like proper improv since high school. So I'm, I'm ready to do it. It's so fun. Um, and we, and we'll take I did, care. I did comedy sports in high school. Love. I, did, did you ever do comedy I did. sports? I did it in college. Um, all of the Wait, goofiness. we should do, we should do comedy sports <laughs> okay. or, or whatever our unlicensed version is. I love it. Whatever I love is. it. Oh my God. Or, you know what? You know what? We're queens. rich. We're rich. I bet, I bet between me, you and Nicole, we can pay for the license. <laughs> You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. No, I will do short form. Just blind line with each <laughs> drag queens improvising with blind line. Do you remember that one where it's just like, you just like get the audience to write slips you get them to write little pieces of dialogue on the floor. And as you do an improv scene, you pick it up and say it. Oh, 
Yes, 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 yes. I remember this. The best. I remember Groner Fowls, like when the yes. jokes were really bad, which I would, pff, baby, I was the queen of Groner Fowls. Me were, too. Are you even ready for some of these bad jokes? I would be too vulgar. I would get a brown bag foul, you know, like if you cuss, Ooh, you yeah, get brown bag. No, 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 mono. It was bad. We got to get those corporate sponsors, Mono. We got to get someone to pay for this. Thank you, Rocket Money. Um, Jackie. <laughs> Jackie, we're going to talk. What is what is it like watching Drag Race proliferate all around you um, and multiply like a gremlin that has water poured, poured upon it? What is it like? Um, yeah, people, this is crazy because I think season 12 was the last drag race America season um, that kind of existed in isolation. There had been one season of drag race UK before, yes. but that was it. Yes. And nothing aired during our season. Like our season kind of still aired by itself. Yes. Um, and then after that, literally five international franchises premiered that same year. And then now I think there's like 10 or something. It's wild. Um, so what it's like is uh, I have no idea what's going on in any totally. of the international franchises because between All-Stars and regular. Yeah. Regular. That's enough. Between All-Stars and Drag Race America. Mm -hmm. It's 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 so much. So I'll be honest. I did not watch UK Series 4. Mm -hmm. I did not watch Canada Series 3. Mm -hmm. Like I am behind. That's fine. I'm behind. That is completely normal. I want Drag Race to have all the success in the world, but we just can't be expected to watch every iteration anymore. And there was a period where I tried no, to do that. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I think, I think, I think there's, there's, uh, you know, how exciting for all of these different countries yes. that get to have their own drag race. Um, I do need to watch, I need to, I do need to watch UK and Canada cause I do tour there a lot more than other places. So it's on my list. Yeah. It's on my list. They're delightful. I love UK. I love drag race UK season four. Um, I love all of them. And I genuinely find, as, as we'll say, we'll find out when we talk about these girls, the sense of humor with the UK girls is almost always more impressive. I, I don't know why. You know what? I have this theory. Talk to me. <laughs> and I don't know if it's true or not, but I think as Americans, I don't know, you know, or, you know, I'm Canadian, but I live in the US most of my life. Mm -hmm. But as people who live here in North America, I should say, mm -hmm. We are just bewitched and enchanted by UK accents, all of them. Mm -hmm. This is why, like, we think UK actors are better. Ah, this is why we yeah. think, like, UK drag queens are better. Yes. And maybe they are, but I'll never know because, God, when, when someone says something in some kind of UK accent, I'm like, yes. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's, that's what this was missing, you know. It's fucking, uh, I'm. So I don't. I'm with you that I can't tell if they're a bad actor when they're British. Can't tell, cannot tell, Could, impossible to tell. I can't tell. I, I like, I was watching um, Red, White, and Royal Blue because oh my I God. am that girl. My husband uh, first is I read the whole obsessed. Book. Yeah, I, I, I read the book and I was like, the book is so cute. It's so, such a sweet, like, fantasy and truly a fantasy. Um, so I watched the movie and I was like, it feels like the British one is a better actor, but I don't know if that's just because of the accent. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't, like, because, I mean, they're, they're saying the same dialogue, like, you know, and it's not like it's Shakespeare, but I really enjoyed it. And I was like, wait, I feel like I like the British one more, but is it just because he's <laughs> British? Like, what's happened? What's wrong with me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you. I am, I am bewitched by so many Brits. Um, so I, I hear you. I am. I, I, and even just watching this, I was like, I was like, oh, I'm going to try to like attempt to place where these girls, you know, which of these girls will place where as we do sometimes on this podcast. But I was like, oh my God, I'm, I think I love all of them. I'm like, truly, yeah. I, I think they're all adorable. And literally like in this meet the Queens, like every single one of them made me laugh, like a genuine laugh at least once. And that never happens in a Meet the Queens. Oh, like that never happens. This was a very tight, I will say this was a very tight Meet the Queens. Yes. It's, it's, you know, ours were at least like five or six minutes each. These are like 
a minute and a half each. So it's like, Which, you know, they, they, they consolidate it. Yeah, it's probably for the best. It just, it like makes the queens, you know, brevity's the, the what is it? Is brevity, the soul of comedy or the, the soul of wit? I, what? The soul of wit. What? Okay, thank you. Um, but yeah, sometimes yeah. A, a nice little brief moment can make it tasty. And sometimes they're asking you fucking ridiculous questions like, which pie do you think tastes the most yummy? And you're like, I don't want to answer this question. Oh, yeah. They asked us a bunch of like silly. I mean, they asked us. I will say this Meet the Queens overall as a as a I don't know if this is a good or bad thing. I have much less of a sense of what how these queens will do in the competition. That's true. Because it was all just kind of like, this is who I am. This is where I'm from. This is what I'm good at. Truly. It was all that quick. Truly. Well, let's start by talking about Tamara Thomas, who's our squawk box. She's a shore gal. She's from Hartlepool. She's mentally unwell, and I adore her. Yeah, like an actual, like, amazing Maisie from Susicle. Like, what is, like, it's very that vibe. Like... The shape like of her mouth. Like half flamingo. Yes. I, I'm, I'm obsessed. I love well, it. Well, what I love about the UK is they said, you know what? We're going to take the word filler literally. Oh, we yeah. We will plump our lips yes. as far as they'll go. Yes. They are, these are the, these girls walk in with all-stars lips is, is incredible. Yes. I, I'm gagged and supportive of it. Um, I am I mean, too. you walk, it's... It's it's like it's incredible and it's uh, culturally significant. It is culturally significant because I here I used to think that Americans were, you know, like the um, the stain upon the globe. And then you meet lovely people from the UK who are just as entrenched in trash culture. And it makes me feel seen. Um, Yeah, this. Yeah, I also I also I don't know what their prompt was for this. Meet the Queens, like what their outfit prompt Uh was. Obviously, the background is like, you know, crunchy mylar. And she went, crunchy mylar in the back, crunchy mylar on my outfit. She was like, I'm doing all of it. I think their prompt was quality, you know, the quality street tin of chocolates. I think the prompt was like. Oh, right. I see. Right. Because she opens the box. RuPaul opens the box at the beginning. And it's like the mylar candy. Yes. I think that's kind of the overall idea. And some girls went to it harder than others. I think. But either way, Tamara Thomas does look like a piece of candy, and it's an amazing look. It's a chirp for sure. I'm yeah, going to place her it. in the top. I think I could see her going all the way to top four. I could see her entertaining Rue a lot because that's that's what I'm always thinking about is like, who are the girls that Rue is going to get a kick out of? And I think Rue will just love how off the wall she is. Yes. And just for fun, I'll peg her in a chippery. <laughs> We're going peg to peg her in a chippery. I'm so sorry. What does that mean? I'm so sorry. <laughs> On this podcast, we usually peg them and peg them. So I peg her in the top four and I'll peg her in a chippery, like a fish and chippery. What's a- oh, <laughs> like, like you would see her in the chippery. Like, no. <laughs> I would sexually, I'm, I'm sexually peg her oh. in a chippery. Sure. <laughs> You know, with I'm consent, anus thing is possible. Anus thing. And we're going to talk more about As our consent. friend Alaska says. I, I, absolutely. I mean, truly, consent is iconic, and I appreciate consent just as much as Alaska does. Um, let's get, we're going to, first, we're, we're going to talk more of these queens, but first, silence, Jackie Cox. I feel like taking a break. Take it. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last-minute gift for, like, your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or $750 per pay 
period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Drag Her Under Podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's Drag Her Under Podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earnin' is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin' is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Are you seeing some triggering ads on social media? Stuff about summer bodies, stuff about the diet cleanse, stuff about trimming down. Fuck that noise. That stuff is triggering for me, and I assume it's triggering for someone else listening. That's why I use BetterHelp. BetterHelp allows me to get in touch with a licensed professional therapist who can help me recharge, who can help me de de crap my brain because those negative images and slogans can really creep in and give me negative body talk. You know what I mean? Any form of negative self-talk that is traumatic for me. And um, thankfully, I'm using these tools and being honest about them and articulating them in a way that takes the power away from them. If you're thinking about therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist and you can even switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. That's how I found my personal therapist. I found my sweet spot with BetterHelp. So go visit betterhelp.com slash drag her today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash drag her. Go find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Back my break. We're pegging these queens. I've fully confused Jackie. Uh, it was delightful. Let's talk about Naomi. You know, the straights are into pegging a lot lately. That's they what I've heard. They are, finally. Yeah, yeah. God bless. Well, you know, good, good, good for them. Welcome, welcome to our side. Yeah, welcome. I, you know, there's many, there's so many straight men in the world who I look at their big, beautiful, juicy ass and I think, oh, what a shame. What a shame that that yeah. big, juicy peach will never get properly used. But maybe, hopefully. Well, now it might. Now it might. Now it now might. It might. Now it oh my might. God, these NFL quarterbacks, you're telling me that ass is never going to get eaten up like a two piece in a biscuit. What a shame. Well, I was watching um, old episodes of Sex in the City on the plane because I spend my life on airplanes. Yeah. And it was one of the episodes where uh, Miranda has to talk dirty uh, uh-huh. to this guy because that's that's what he's into. Uh-huh. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, I like the way you do this. And yeah, I love the way you moan when I put a finger up your ass. And he like <laughs> freaks out because like, and the girls all talk about it at brunch later and 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 they, they all say the truth, which is that every guy likes a finger up his ass, yes. but not everyone's willing to admit it. Yes. So hopefully the straight men are ready to admit I it. I think so. I think the, the straight the straight bottoms are coming out of the woodwork. For sure. Uh, Naomi Carter, 23, the Beyonce of Doncaster. What do you, what were some impressions about this beautiful vixen? Um, I love that I'd never heard of Doncaster before, which means it is a small town. Nor like, I. Which, you know, I, Doncaster, like, I love it. Also, like, what a cute name for, like, a weather girl. Hey, it's me, Doncaster, and this is your <laughs> look at the news, um, or the weather. Um, I love that this is a very graphic look. She looks stunning. I love that the the green, she's like, you can't put me on a green screen. I'll just disappear. Um, and... I love the shades of green. I think this works well because she's mixed the shades of green in great proportion with each other. Mm. There are a few queens later on where I don't know if that was necessarily the case mm-hmm. with their mixing of shades. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question. Do you think the little braid balls on her head are supposed to be like hidden Mickey's? Is that she like is, secretly a Disney game? That is so funny. I thought the same thing, but I was like, 
Maybe not. Like I was, I, I couldn't understand the look as a whole. Like it kind of gave me cactus and uh, you know what I mean? Like I was like, are those like little like cactus fruits? I, I don't know. So I will say not a critique. I don't know if it's a critique, but like, I don't understand the look, but I like the look, but I don't understand. It, it. also, it, it's also like a little bit like those are like her eggs of herself, which will hatch into like molt. Like she's yes. like, she's you know, little shop of horrors and like little versions of her will pop out of each of those. Very that she's a little bit Daenerys and she has little dragon eggs that will uh, breed little drag dragon babies. Yeah. Very much hatch. Um, I, <laughs> I think I loved her energy. I loved her attitude. I love that she was like, I've been doing drag for five years and I've auditioned for every season or series of Drag Race UK since series yes. two. And I'm like, oh, so she was like one year in, I'm ready. Two years in, I'm ready. She's like, I'm, this is my goal and I'm doing this. I want her to go all the way. I'm pegging her in the top four and I'm pegging her in uh, Jack the Ripper's living room. I mean, the face is beautiful. Yeah. Like what a beautiful face. And that, yeah, just really and gorgeous. great personality. These girls are almost never in trouble when it comes to personality. I mean, they're funny. They know how to talk to a camera and say eight interesting things. And that is not always the case. That is definitely true about the UK girls. They're all pretty confident on camera, which is impressive. It really is. Um, I adore her. I'm excited to see what she does. Yeah. Well, I, I wonder too, because I will say, because I've, you know, been around the UK and I've also been around the US and in the UK, it is very much like a, when you're backstage at a drag show, the girls are like, kiki, 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 a little bit, which you can definitely find some of that here. But also I do find like the US is way more informed, especially in like the South with like the pageant system, mm -hmm. which is not as much about the kiki and more about the like presentation of drag right. and like the, like, I will be the most poised and like you know, deliver my prepared remarks to the judges kind of a culture, which I don't think that exists in the UK. I think it's only the like fun, loud kind of like backstage culture. Yeah. Whereas I think in the US, like it's a little bit more informed by that pageant yeah. world. Um, it's certainly not, maybe not in New York, but in other parts of the US, there's like a lot more of that pageant culture, which I think leads to Queens being just a little bit stiffer maybe than they are in the I think UK. you're 100% on the money. And um, I'll, this is a good time for me to plug my show, Bad Drag Race. Bad Drag Race, October 13th, the Dynasty Typewriter. Um, I'm doing a drag king competition right now with... Whoa. And it's so And again, it's so cool to see the king, kings have a completely different vibe. And it's so mm -hmm. cool to see like the, back, the backstage energy was... I'm just going to say it more supportive, like <laughs> more supportive, more just sibling like and more just like there was a lot of just like meaningful conversations happening before the show. Whereas with Queens, it is just like, I don't want that bitch to see what my look is, you know, uh, occasionally. Sure. Yeah. Well, you know. That doesn't surprise. It's not surprising. <laughs> Let's talk about Dee Delicious, who's 20, 20, from Kent, sister of uh, Crystal Versace. What do we think? I see it. The only crystal I see is in that eye shape, but otherwise, yeah. like, they, it's this is like, um, it's like baby Lucy LaDuca for me, which I love. Mm -hmm. I love Lucy, but she mm -hmm. was like, you know, I'm a comedy queen, and she was like literally cinched in, into that outfit with an inch of her life. Yes. Um, <laughs> she looks beautiful. So it's funny because I would never have guessed she was 20. I would have guessed she was 35 just based on the yes. aesthetic. You know what I mean? It's like big drag yes. hair, the, the, the big boobs. Like this is, I feel like now all the young girls just do like no boobs and like a flat human hair wig. Whereas she's like, nope, I'm going to give you old school drag. Yeah, I totally agree. That happens a lot in the UK. I'm not saying they look old. I'm saying like they're like maybe mature in a way that doesn't read as early 20s. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and, and they do start going to the clubs at a very young age. I mean, the legal age is 18. And I know some of these kids get in before that. Mm. Whereas in the US, you know, I don't think people you have a little bit of a later start. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of her. She really made me laugh a, like a, a couple times, even just with an eye twitch. And I'm like, this bitch could go very far. I'm also pegging her in the top four and I'm going to peg her at a, a, a wig shop. 
Um, I'm going to say, because she's one of the queens who gave a little bit away, which is that she said she's an overthinker, mm. which to me is, is maybe something Rue told her in the workroom, because I think Rue said something very similar to mm-hmm. me. Um, as someone who's also a thinker, you know, I think of the other queens who've been called like thinkers before. Um, Rue is someone who doesn't like to see the wheels in your head turning when you do drag. Yeah. Um, and that's something that she's kind of said in different ways to different queens, myself included. So that's my only concern for her is much like me. She's someone who's always thinking. Yeah. And so I wonder if that's going to like, because I, I don't mind a queen who's thinking. I like to see your work. You know, I like to see you like coming up with an idea and doing it. You know, I don't, I, it doesn't, everything doesn't need to feel like it's spontaneous and oh my God, <laughs> she's just so crazy. Yeah. Um, I relate to that. Whereas I think Rue really loves that sponta- spontaneity of drag. Um, yeah. And so that's, I'm wondering how that will do for her. That is right. That I, I noticed that Rue, Rue likes a spontaneous. Will thing. she have a crisis of thought, which is so common when you're um, in your head and maybe more cerebral. Um, you can. And in a pressure cooker of drag oh race, God. you're just like, what is happening every day? What is going on? What is my I'm life? with you. So I'm I- like, I'm in my brain and I'm always craving to be a performer who's outside of their brain. But I'm, I'm a person who's in my brain if I'm, if I'm being honest. For sure. You know what? And that's okay too. Like, I, I don't know. Nothing to, to wrong. No, own. to each their own. And there's a lot of strengths. Cause like, you know, I feel like just watching you perform, like you're like, you're kind of a writer performer. You know? Sure, yeah. I've been told yeah, that before. Yeah, so it's like, I, I think that's impressive too. You know, we all we all have uh, abilities and strengths. I mean, so I, I'm, I'm curious how she does. Because like, if someone like this, I'd imagine would be very good in Snatch Game, right? Because she would yes. have prepared her Snatch Game character really well. So, you know, that's the, that we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Kate Butch, 26, from Buxton, mentally in her 60s. First of all, this took this outfit took me like f- like the entire Meet the Queens to decide if I liked it or not. <laughs> and at the end, I decided I did like That's it. That's nice. Because the outfit is so like, it's like Barbara Bush yes. meets disco. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, it is confusing. And I'm also like, I'm getting like, like Woodstock meets... Uh, Margaret Thatcher. Golden yeah. Girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's confusing. It's like Rose Nyland on the top. Yes. And, and fucking Doja Cat on the bottom. I don't know what's happening. Um, I, I decided I did love it by the end. I was like, this, I'm into this outfit. I'm into this queen. I, I'm into her um, lack of lip liner. I was just like, you are just being yourself uh, and having so much fun. I love her. Uh, you know, and I know, I feel like I know a lot of queens like this, especially in New York, queens who from a young age just feel like they're a, a, an older cabaret queen. Yes. And so, you know, there's some queens like uh, suddenly Seymour and I have been doing drag. We're, oh, I think we're almost the exact same age. I think she's like a month, maybe a month older than me. But we've been doing drag for like, you know, 15 years. And she, when we started at, you know, whenever it was, she was that exact same character, the old Broadway broad that she is now she just kind of decided that was who uh-huh. she was and she stuck with it so i feel like kind of the same about someone like kate where it's like she's just going this is her and you're into it or you're not i love a queen who's unapologetic i am her. obsessed with her all i mean again i keep i'm obsessed with these girls i'm obsessed when like when i am talking to someone and i know i'm missing 90 percent of their references i fucking live i live when i when she's yeah. talking about lucy Spragan and all these people i couldn't possibly begin to know about but i i do i will also say i always i will relate to anyone who's like i'm an old dusty bitch on the inside of my brain like that makes me feel comfortable for sure um, I could see her tripping up here somewhere. So for my purposes, I'm going to peg her in the seventh position out of these 10 queens, maybe going home around the okay. seventh spot. And I will peg her in uh, a fluff and fold uh, a laundromat. So you, you, you pick when they go home <laughs> and then where you would have sex with them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Great. It's, it's sort of a tradition, I, Jackie. I'm, I don't know. What to, I'm so sorry. There's no. There's no sense to this tradition. It's much like Christmas. It's a, a pagan bacchanal that we've just decided to keep going and going. I, I, and you know what? I support it. <laughs> Next. Okay. Let's talk about anything. Let's say about Kate Butch. We love her. 
Banksy. Love it. Can't wait to see what she does. Banksy, this tall drink of bitch, 23, seven foot monster with neck pain. What do we think about Banksy? I love this dress. This dress is so beautiful. When she said, I have neck pain, I couldn't stop looking at her neck, which to my eyes appears to be one foot long. Yes, I think you're right. I think you're 100% right. I am... I am so because unfortunately we don't get the um, visual in this meet the queens of seeing her standing next to anyone. Right. But like, I, I want to see her like on that runway, just a a, a mile high. But put her next to the shortest queen. Yes. Like I want to see that. Like that is like. I the, wonder the if they'll alert. raise truly ra- like if they're going to if she's gonna have to crouch for all of those runway entrances because she is a monster and I love it. I think it'll be really interesting to see. Uh, but there was like another French drag queen who was so goddamn tall. Oh, La Grande. Yes. Dame. Who just like oh I have to. I crouch. don't think La Grande Dame is this tall. No. Though. This 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 person looks Banksy looks even taller than La Grande Dame who is yes. tall. Yes. Um. And I wonder, I wonder if you picked up on this, but the crown of thorns with yes. the you know rhinestone blood dripping. I wonder if she sees herself as a Jesus figure. If she maybe sacrifices herself in Ooh. some way during this competition. If she feels like she was crucified at some point in the competition. Easter egging us. I wonder what the the subtext is here and what the um yes what the implications of this are because because that's a pretty bold and graphic thing to compare yourself to Jesus Christ yeah. in your Meet the Queen. To have a crown of so, thorns and on your head with, with nothing that's, that's bleeding. bleeding with no other necessary, unless she's just, I'm Christian, love Jesus, love the guy. Um, if that's the story, I'll be sad. But if not, I would love to know what, yeah, what is the thinking behind that? Or if she's just like a queen of controversy. She's like, I wanted to piss some people off. <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't seem like that. So I, 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 I do wonder if there's a foreshadowing of some drama coming this up. This is on smart. Drag Race UK series. See, and five. this is why we we love a cerebral queen. And I didn't even think about that, Jackie. That's very smart. Always thinking. I'm going to peg her sixth, going home in the sixth position, just before that top four, or you know, ish. And I'm going to peg her in a Payless shoe store. In Northern Ireland. Yeah, in the very large shoe section, <laughs> yeah. like the very end of the aisle, which is great because no one will be there. So <laughs> no one will see you guys because no one else probably has feet as big I as her. I know. You just, you just know she has a, a cock that looks like an al- albino python. Just, just, al- just almost horrifying on sight. No comment. <laughs> Ginger Johnson is next. Formerly Safonda Dix, which I prefer that name to Ginger Johnson, I must say. What'd you think of this campy little broad? Um, I loved her personality. I love that she seemed like someone I've met before in the UK. I feel like she's someone I would have like, you know, done a gig. And then after my gig, she's hosting like the late night karaoke. I love that she was, she seemed like a, like a real queen's queen. Like she's like, I've been hosting karaoke and been thrown up on four times. And I'm like, that's my girl. Like that's a girl who's paid her dues. I love the hair. I love the makeup. I hate the outfit. The purples do not match each other. They are fighting with each other. It's nothing is working for me. I think it needed to be, it's, it's, it, it's like Little House on the Prairie disco on top and then Liza Minnelli pant on the bottom, but they're not even remotely the same kind of purple. It's interesting you say that because it is so funny how like a cool toned purple and a warm toned purple can be fighting. It, truly. They're fighting. They're, they're beating the shit out of each other in the alley. Um, yeah. And the, and the, and the warm tone purple background isn't helping her either. I would have been like, put me on silver. Although the one thing is it does make me look at her face, right? Cause her face is kind of like an Island in this sea of mm-hmm. purples. Um, but I guess like maybe I would have brought that warmer tone purple up into the buttons. Maybe I would have brought that up in the buttons, but you know what? Here's the thing about clothes. Clothes or clothes are the easiest T, thing to change in drag. T, I'm with you. I was like, I love everything about it. It's giving me Austin powers. I, 
I love the hair. I love her personality. I bet she's really fun to be with. I just wish wish those purples. Here's the thing too. This is a this is a question for you know mm-hmm. her. Is sometimes in certain lights you can't see the cool and warmness of, of something. Like things may look like they're way more similar, especially if you have like warm lights in your apartment. Of then you get on this set and it's very bright white light. Like maybe she wasn't able to see that. Um, you know, like. You, you buy something in the fabric store, you hold up another fabric to match it, and then you go outside after you've already bought it and cut it. And you're like, wait a minute, these things in daylight do not look. I mean, I also like think the more I, I'll speak as a very crunchy, unpolished drag queen, I could imagine her looking at these two purple things going, it's fucking fine. It fucking works. It's fine. Sure. It's fucking go. I'm not going to buy another cooler purple pair of pants. Like, you know. <laughs> I think what I would have done with this is just done like a black pant. Uh-huh. Work. Work. So that the the, the top is the star. Because right now I'm 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 uh it, they're fighting each mm-hmm. other a little. Yeah. They're beating each other down like uh two women on cheaters. Yeah. Yeah, or or like a yeah, I would have done like a black pant or a silver pant. They're fighting. They're fighting. Yeah, the girls are fighting. The girls are fighting like Lizzo and anyone she's employed, they are in a fight. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about the, the remaining queens and give Jackie a second to deal with my abhorrent behavior. But first, <laughs> silence. I feel like taking a break. You take it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. My break. Okay, we're talking the next Eva. We got Alexis St. Peters. She's Polish, and that's diversity in the UK. She is an Alan Carr fan. And um, what do you think? Um, I hate how skinny she is. Oh, my God. Disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. No, I'm just jealous. Uh, she, she's beautiful. Um, I have trouble keeping up with... UK humor and UK like references and jokes. So that is my main concern watching her is like, Mm. I'm nervous because these girls are so verbal and so like funny, funny, quippy and like, you know, like, you know, and saying all their UK references that like, how will she be able to keep up in that kind of a room? Because she said right off the bat, she's like, my talents are like dips, splits, tricks, and whatever. But you only get to showcase those when you're lip syncing for your life. Right. Like, <laughs> there's a whole challenge <laughs> leading up to yes. that. So I, I, I'm pegging her as a lip sync assassin mm. in that way. And that I feel like she may Tea. be in the bottom because she won't be able to. Tea. Certainly in the comedy challenges. Like, I don't know if she'll be able to hold her own against Tea. these girls. Um, I don't see a successful so snatch the, game coming from her. I, I don't know why I just don't see it. We'll see. I could be wrong. She could surprise us, but 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 I feel like she may like survive quite a few lip syncs. Yeah, that that is what I'm anticipating. Yeah, she looks amazing, and I could see her going home right before the finale, which is why I'm pegging her like fifth, and I'm gonna peg her mm, probably in the um, video game Isle of a Target. Um, yeah, she definitely seems like she has a little bit of video game influence in her style. Yeah, I, oh, this is giving me Orchid from Killer Instinct, which is maybe why I love this look. I love the look. I, I just, I am concerned that the language barrier, you know, and I experienced this with Nikki, because Nikki Doll is one of the funniest people I mm-hmm. know, but she, you know, 
it's been four years since we filmed our season, but when we filmed, she had only been living here full time for maybe two years. Mm -hmm. So her English, though really good, it's hard to be funny in another language. Like I don't think I could be funny in another language. Certainly not the way that I think I am maybe in English. Um, So that's, that is something that's hard. It's hard to be funny in another language. Yeah. Unless, unless you're one of those queens who just kind of leans into the, I don't know what you're saying, kind of like Sofia Vergara of it yes. all. Like you can kind of do it that way. Yes. But it's hard when you want to be, you know, funny and polished for Rue to kind of lean into that kind of a side. But maybe she will. Maybe she'll kind of do kind maybe. of a, you know, like a Charo, right. Jaja Gabor kind of like, I'm the funny foreign lady. I'll kind never of forget moment. it. Like Jada Alex, uh, uh, Jada, uh, oh my God, Jada Sofia doing... Amy Winehouse in Snatch Game is still one of my favorite performances um, because it's just joy. It's just the joy of comedy and not she's not obsessed about what the accuracy of what she's doing. I'm here for it. For sure. For sure. Uh, Michael Maruli, the 30, a 39 year old, which in drag race is old and from yeah. Newcastle. What do we think? Could Barely understand her Geordie accent, and I loved every moment of it. I definitely will need the subtitles. Yes. Um, much as I'm sure people who are not from New York need subtitles for Candy Muse, I was like, <laughs> this is the queen that we will need to understand what she's saying. So I hope these uh, whoever's doing the subtitles at World of Wonder can keep up with I'm her. I'm sure. holy moly. Sometimes the subtitles are pretty crunchy, so I hope there's someone with smoke coming off their fingers, doing their best to annotate what she's saying. Um, I really enjoyed her, but for some reason I got an early out vibe from her. Um, I don't know. I, I like hmm, I like parts of this look. I think it's kind of confusing a bit at times. But um, Well, I was wondering, because yeah. it, it seems like she's giving snakes, she's giving Medusa, like, is there some foreshadowing here? Ooh. Does she feel like she is the snake? <gasps> Does she come in and you. maybe stir some things up? Is Jackie. she a little bit devious in that way? You goddamn you know, detective. To, like, what, are the, what are the messages that these queens are trying to send us? I I'm seeing fucking- literally she has multiple snakes all over her outfit and her hair is very reminiscent of snakes. So I think she's coming to fight. You know, she's in her Taylor Swift reputation era. And there's roses and maybe which have, which have thorns. Um, you are, I hope your detective work is fucking correct. Cause that would be amazing if she was a snake. (laughs) Um, otherwise I'm pegging her to go home in the 10th in that first position. I'm so sorry. I'm pegging her to go home at that first position, unfortunately. And I am going to peg her at the London zoo. Sure. The animals will love it. Um, yeah. As the more I look at this outfit, the more I'm like, there's a few too many ideas. I think that we could definitely lose the like, cream colored fringe. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that has to do with anything else that's going on You're in the outfit. You're so right. And then and then the feathers. I'm like the fringe and the feathers that's insane. to me would be the things to go because Agree. You know, I I, I do like the the snakes coming out of the roses. I kind of like cuz it kind of gives me a little bit of that garden of eden moment and I do think the hair She's like, I'm gay, but I'm also a snake because it's like gay pride flag colors, yeah. but it's also a snake. But the the fringe, the cream colored fringe looks like a, oh, I don't want to look like I'm wearing a bodysuit. So I'm going to add this little fringe skirt. Yeah. But I think it would have been stronger as just the bodysuit or the corset rather that kind of appears like a bodysuit. I'm very confused by the ideas the more I look at it. I'm like, there's so many. There's buckles, there's feathers, there's roses. I'm like, I, it's too much for me. Yeah. I would lose. I would lose just two of the ideas, and I think it's a pretty. Cool and outfit. I'm going to say something crazy. I think the wig should just be rose colored. Like I think if there were, the wig was like, I personally think if that wig was kind of like a rose colored, it could pull it all together to give a garden vibe. Mm. Whereas like I don't, I don't know what vibe I'm getting. Yeah, it's like gay pride snake. There we go. Which, honey, if you get a big snake on gay pride. <gasps> No comment. Uh, no comment. Happy Pride attendee. No comment. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, that was too much for that you. That was too much for me. <laughs> that was too much for you. You're dirty, and I'm not. <laughs> oh boy. Vicky Vivacious. My plucky bottom friend, Mono. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Um, Vicky Vivacious from Cornwell. <laughs> She's talking pasties and I'm here for it. Um, she loves pastries. Yeah, she's yeah, she loves pastries. She the the lips are lipping. You know, we yes. talked earlier that filler is 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 a literal word in the UK. Fillers they killer. love their big lips. Yeah. They love it. Um No desire to look it's like it's giving a human. me like Yeah, it's giving me like Marilyn Monroe in Hello Dolly, which I love. Yeah. Or it's giving me like Amanda Lepore does Mae West. Yeah, I don't know. It's like some. It's it's like it's like it's like a sexy lady mixed with like an old Broadway diva, which I kind of appreciate. That it's a gorgeous um, look. She does. I'm gonna say look like a Muppet, and I love it. She she totally looks like a Muppet. She said what I think, or again, you know, I'm thinking back to what I've seen Rue resonate with is Rue doesn't love a girl who says they love theater for some reason, yeah. even though. I think Rue herself loves theater. Like she gets. That's a good point. Like, I think she. Like, that thea- like she, theater yeah. kids have a, a, a spotty history on the show. Yeah. Which I could kind of sense from her. So when, you know, I, I didn't really, I talked about improv, but I didn't really talk as much about theater as maybe some of the girls mm-hmm. did. But I was just like, huh, I, I think, because I think, you know, Rue came up in the club scene, you know. So Rue was like, you know, if you're not coming up from that kind of a background, then I don't want it, which I don't know if that's true or not. But I, I, I do. I get worried about the queens such as myself who have that theater background because I feel like. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what Rue doesn't love about it other than. Uh, I think. It doesn't try. She, she doesn't like try hard. Um, I think. And again, this is just my experience sure. from the outside. Try hard doesn't seem to do well on the show. And, and that's, it's, I'm not saying that's correct. It's just a reality. I think sometimes when you're like, when you want it, um, too bad. In fact, I'm remembering in season one, which I, is one of my favorite old school tells is when like RuPaul's like, um, like Chanel wants this too bad. And I like how BB, oh, totally. like, and I think she literally says like, but BB is kind of like leaned back, kind of like leaned back and kind of letting things happen. So I, I always yeah. think about that. I'm like, I think, yeah, like she likes it when someone who's someone is a badass and sort of like kind of has a little bit of that. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Um, she she likes that. Yeah. And I guess that's probably like if I was any kind of theater kid, I would be the closest to that kind because I'm like, <sighs> I don't know. I, I barely pursued professional theater when I realized like, oh, I hate this rat race. Yeah. Like, this isn't for me. So I just like, you know, I like moved to New York after college and went to one open call and was like, nope. Totally. <laughs> I was like, this is too much. Um, so maybe that's probably why I made it as far as I did. Because, you know, I have that theater kid side of me, but I wasn't. I mean, people always ask me, like, why were you so like emotional or whatever after I was double saved? And I was like, because I bitch, I was ready to go home. I was yeah. like, I've done this goodbye I'm out so then the rest of the competition I was just kind of like who cares um you and I think that's that's what's hard for theater kids to access that who cares point of view because you know you're told like you have to like you know nail it at every audition and I'm like well we did our best we <laughs> like, it is what it is you kill it I mean you you're playing it you're you're being very you know chill about it but you kill it and it, it's so funny I don't know if I told you this but like f- literally on our Europe trip me and Nicole were re-watching season 12 um because you know when you're no, like no that's so random it's so random but like whatever Netflix in Europe has like some seasons of Drag Race and it had season 12 so we were just like and you know sometimes when you're traveling with someone you need an activity for downtime like you need an activity for downtime right. so it was always like oh let's like rewatch season 12 how funny um, and we, upon rewatching it, we were very much gagged and gooped by the just amount of talent on that season. And you, oh, you, yeah. it's a good group of girls. The talent is staggering. I'm not talking shit about other seasons. I'm just saying your season's talent years, years later is just like, Jesus Christ, this is a group of talented people. So, I mean, the fact that you fought so hard is i mean incredibly impressive yeah it's 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 i'm curious winding it back to this this group of girls like how how they'll fare you know and i 
And I'm always wondering like what's going on in Rue's head because now Rue is seeing literally at least 40 new queens a year. Yeah. On just the ones that she hosts between yeah. between the three English language franchises yeah. she hosts plus the international all-stars where she ends up meeting queens from franchises totally. she didn't host. You know, so she's meeting at least 40 new queens a year trying to get to know them. And I'm always like, what's going on in her head? Like, how does she reset every season? How does she not let like kind of her expectations of some of the archetypes of queens that she's seen over the years, like not seep into her brain? Because it must be hard. You know, you meet a queen, you're like, oh, this queen reminds me of so-and-so. So I'm going to kind of judge them knowing, you know, what this kind of queen can do. But you know, it must be hard. Yeah. I, I wonder how she's able to do I it. Think it would be very I've always hard. said this and I've always admired that Rue is detached from her success. Like, I think it's really healthy yeah. that RuPaul is able to go to her job and have an amazing time, connect with people. And then it seems like from the outside, go home and turn it off. Like, just be like, I... Yeah. I, cause I think if you are a host who's too tapped into the world of your show, I think it makes, it drives you crazy. Like the, the Tyra Banks effect, Period. right? Period. I yeah. even think about Jeff Probst, who to me, like when I watched Survivor and I do, he's like, he's adorable, but he's a little bit too into his own show. In a way where he's yeah. like, this is the first time in Survivor history this has happened. And I like that RuPaul's like, "What? what is this a first? Oh, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. Is this a first? I don't care. Yeah. Um, I admire that. <laughs> hey, good for, good for her. <gasps> okay, I love Vicky Vivacious. I'm going to peg her eighth. And I'm going to peg her ooh, at the Dollar General, mama. Okay. The pound general. Ooh, oh, pfft, that's good. Okay, that <laughs> I like. <laughs> that I like. This is the dad joke I'm here for. Um, Cara Mel, 26, from Atlanta, living in London. Our American queen. Not American, stunning trans goddess. What do we think? I mean, I, again, thinking about the things that Rue loves, Rue. I can't imagine Rue not being obsessed with Carmel totally. because she has she has the combination of the two things that Rue loves. One is perfect beauty. You know what I mean? This is why she loved a queen like Jada, who is just so stunning and beautiful to mm -hmm. look at. And then Rue loves someone that she feels like she would have known growing up, mm -hmm. like the Heidi and Closet, you know. And and since Rue, you know, lived in Atlanta for a mm -hmm. while, like I feel like this is going to be a queen that Rue is going to be like, oh, you're my girl. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's going to help her because she truly is beautiful and stunning. Like, what a gorgeous Shocking. Um, I love her. I definitely peg her in the top four. I hope she wins. Um, but I also don't know the optics of an American winning Drag Race UK if that's like fucking kind of weird, frankly. Um, you, you, we'll see. We will see. Yeah, I... I the Americans beat the Brits once before. Maybe they can do yeah. it again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're taking it back. I know what a weird thing yeah. if like she wins and they just start playing the Star Spangled Banner and just like middle fingers. Oh my God. Fuck you. Um, fuck you, UK. Um, I'm excited to see her. Um, I think she's really sickening and she calls herself a lip sync assassin. It's clear we'll see her destroy a girl or two. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I imagine her doing very well in this competition. But again, I haven't, I haven't read any of the spoilers. I don't. I don't do that I, either. Who has I don't the time? Fuck with that. Who has the There's time? even a spoiler going around that there was like an eleventh queen that got eliminated for being problematic. I, if you're a listener, is that true? Is that bullshit? What the hell's happening? I do believe that is true because I, I got some texts Tea. from some. Of my of my sisters saying that is wow. true. Wow, you heard it um, here, bitch. So, I don't I don't know what the actual accusations are. I don't know how it all plays out. Right, but I do believe that there will be a, another another body on that stage. Oh that God. I've also heard that they may edit them out like somehow entirely. What? Like 
Like I, I I've also heard is, this rumor. Is the person there, there for there, an? There, there definitely was. Uh, there definitely was an eleventh queen there with them. What? Whether or not we will see them on the program is remains. Oh to my be god! Seen. Why does this keep happening to you, Jackie? This is deja vu. <sighs> deja vu all over again. Oh boy. Oh yeah, Jackie. That's shocking. Well, let's stay tuned to see what happens there. Um, Jackie, remind us where we can support you, where we can follow you, what shows you might have coming up, etc. Yeah, I'm uh, at Jackie Cox NYC across all platforms. And speaking of NYC, I'm actually starting my first somewhat regular New York show. You can come catch me Tuesdays Ooh. at the brand new club Red Ooh. Eye, where I'm bringing my hit Fire Island show Queen for a Day Ooh. to the streets of Hell's Kitchen. Um, and anyone can compete and anyone can become the queen for a day. Wow. We provide makeup, <gasps> wigs, outfits, and you bring your talent and sassy drag personality. That's fun. And oh, and, and my... Um, upcoming unannounced uh, special thing happening over the holiday season with one of my Drag Race sisters. Stay tuned <gasps> for that announcement. Okay, very exciting. Jackie, um, yeah, if Jackie, you're amazing. We'll put those links below in the podcast description. Oh, and yeah, sorry. Yeah, give me, and give let me. Let me plug our friend. I'm going to plug our friend because I just went to her opening night and if you are in New York, you can also see Rachel Bloom <gasps> in Death Let Me Do My Show because I went to the opening night uh, last week and it was so good. Oh, hell yeah. She, much like us, she's someone who thinks a lot and I love what she put her mind to in creating something that is funny, moving, clever. Like one of the reviews said, um, it's almost too tight of a show. And I'm like, you know what? Good for her. Good for her that she wrote something and created something that's so smart and tight and clever and beautiful and that she gets to do it for, you know, an off-Broadway audience, you know, however many shows a week. Please go see her because it's really great. Um, I love it. And that's all I'll say about it because the rest would be a spoiler. She's genius. Um, I love that plug. We love Rachel. Rachel's a genius. Um, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Because I feel like last time I was on, it was with her and yeah. we talked about like what would her next show be. Yes. And some of it was about like being a new mom, which, you know, is in this show, which I'm like, so I'm like, I love that that full circle moment, you know, is, is I will now on this pod also plug her. Go Please. see her. Please. We fucking love Rachel. Okay. Amazing. Um, if you like Drag Her Podcast, follow us at Drag Her Podcast. If you like... The only Drag Race it's Podcast. It's the only one, the which only is really one. exciting for us. It's the only one. Um, yeah, it's true. Don't you wish there were more, Jackie? I do. I, you know, yeah. Ugh. One, Maybe one day someone will start some more Drag Race Podcasts. But until then, <laughs> this will do. <laughs> Till then. Yeah, it would be great if someone from the show who had experience in the world did their own podcast. But... There's no such thing. If you like, no such, no thing. such thing. If you like this podcast, I will say go give us um, a positive five star review on the Apple Podcast just for fun. Um, it, it, it raises our spirits, it widens our holes. So go be kind. Give us some five star love on the Apple Podcasts. Um, I think that's it. Till next time, my dear. Let the music play. Bye. Bye. We did it. That was a Hidgum original. 